We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so Brian, this is much more of the lopsided battle between the two units, right? Notre Dame's defense has, for the most part, been excellent this season. Yeah, there's been a game here, a game there, where it's like, you know, average-ish type to their to their standard, right? Yeah. But for the most part, they've been stellar. They really have. I mean, they have given Notre Dame a chance to win every football game this year if the offense did what they needed to do. They've been a really good unit. Al Golden deserves a lot of credit. This defensive staff deserves a lot of credit. This defensive players on the football field deserve a lot of credit. And they come into this contest against a Wake Forest offense that is young in a lot of areas and reeling in a lot of areas right now. You have a young quarterback, a redshirt sophomore kid, Mitch Griffiths, who's been banged up, and they've had to resort to their second and third string quarterbacks at times this season. You have a Young running back at DeMond Claiborne, who's shown some good stuff. But again, he's a young kid. He's only a true sophomore. Actually, the highest rated player on their offense, I think, outside of Wesley Grimes, though. Only other four-star on this roster right now offensively. But then you have some wide receivers who I think have talents. I mentioned Wesley Grimes. I'll mention Jamal Banks, Taylor Morin. Some pretty good football players. But they're not quite what they've had the last couple years when they've had guys like, I mean, you can even go back to Sage Surratt's of the world, right? Mm-hmm. But A.T. Perry, obviously, recently. Donovan Green was supposed to be their guy this year. He gets hurt in the preseason, and then obviously they're not, not able to have him this year. So this is not your typical Wake Forest offense that we've become accustomed to over the last few years. They are a struggling unit right now. Their offensive line is not as good as it has been even over the last couple of years, even though that's never really been a massive strength for Notre, for Wake Forest but it is not as good a standard as far as what it has been. So Notre Dame defensively has a chance, I think, to have a dominant performance in this one because they have the clear advantage for if we're just talking about Notre Dame defense versus Wake Forest offense on paper. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ryan, I, I think it's interesting you, you point that out. I, I I talked about this yesterday. The the receivers are the one thing that scare you about Wake Forest. They're the one part of that offense that if you don't do one, two, three, and four, they can hurt you. You know, as you as you mentioned, you just look at the numbers that those kids put up, and you're you are talking about a school that has a long history of producing really good wide receivers at the college level. I mean, when Notre Dame played them back in 2011, that's the first time Notre Dame and Wake Forest ever played was 2011. Do you remember Chris Givens? He was a dude on that team. They had two really good receivers, Chris Chris Givens and Michael Camp, uh, Campanaro, two yeah, really good football both, players. Both, yeah. both were drafted, both played in the NFL. Yep. Uh, Givens played for the Rams, and Campanaro played mostly yep. with the Baltimore Ravens. So, yep, a couple yep. of NFLers. Greg Dortch was a dude. Him and Sage Surratt were together on a, on, yep. on a team together, and they had a big kid that I thought had a lot of potential, could just never quite put it together. But Scotty Washington, uh, you know, it was a was a really talented kid, big tall kid that could yep. run. In 2019, Sage Sherratt and Kendall Hinton both went over a thousand yards, and then Scotty Washington also had over 600 yards that year. And then, of course, you've got Jakari Robert Roberson in 2020 yep. had almost a thousand yards in only nine games. You know, you yes. come out last year, 2021, At Perry and Jakari Robinson both have over a thousand yards. Taylor Morin had over 600. Keyshawn Williams had over 400. You know, last year, At Perry goes off. Even in Donovan Green also played well last year, 37 catches over 600 yards. But Jamal Banks had 42 catches for 636. Taylor Moran had 47 for 575. And Keyshawn Williams had 39 for 553. You know, those kids are still on the team. Wesley Grimes has shown some potential as a young guy this season. Cameron Height had a huge game-winning touchdown pass against Pitt. So the weapons are there. What, yep. what the part of the reason that the weapons are there for them to be better than what they've been because their offense is really bad. But the, yes. the thing about it is, Ryan, is you've got to now take advantage of the areas where they're not very good to make sure that part of it doesn't hurt you. And when you look at Notre Dame this year, Ryan, and you talk about, you know, the defense, it's really just about big picture. And we'll get into four specifics here. Big picture is just just do what you do. That's really yes. the key. You know, and you know what, Ryan, let's actually let's put key number three up to number okay. one, because I think okay. that really fits into what we're talking about here. And that is sure. be disciplined. Right. Like just beef. And what does discipline mean against Wake? Just be locked in. Just do your yeah. job. You know what right. I mean? Like, don't 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 have the mental mistakes that come from you playing a four and six team that's lost six of seven. And so you're not thinking you need to be as locked in as you did against Clemson or Ohio state or whatever USC. And you allow these, these guys to kind of get some big plays early, you know, be disciplined with your responsibility. If your job is to take the quarterback, take the quarterback. If your job is to, is to drop into coverage or is to roll down, don't get caught peeking into the backfield because you're focused on the mesh. 
do your job, read your keys. You know what I mean? And if you read your keys, you're going to be good. D-line, just attack. Whatever your job is, if your job is B-gap to the running back, then take B-gap to the running back. I don't care if you think the quarterback has the ball or not, right? Do your job. Because if you do your job and you're disciplined, then Wake just isn't good enough. Even the receivers, who I think are good players, Ryan, they're not – it's not Sage Sherratt. It's not Chris Gibbons. It's not A.T. Perry. They're not those guys. They're all really good complementary players. They're not good enough to take a game over if you are disciplined and play your game. That right there, honestly, Ryan, is – even though we put it number three, because I did it number three because I was trying to build to something, but honestly – it's key number one, because if you do that, the rest of this stuff just kind of takes care of itself. It really does. I was talking about this with a buddy, Brian. Like, the only thing that concerns me, actually, is Notre Dame has just given up these stupid second-level runs where it's just like you have them, and then they're able to bounce it out, and you're missing tackles in space. You're, you're killing yourself, though, right? Like, that really doesn't have as much to do with Wake Force. Like, yes, yeah, so you have to block well. A running back needs to find space. He needs to be remain patient. Sure. But ultimately, I'm not worried a ton about Demon Claiborne, who I think is actually a pretty talented kid, although he's struggled this year from a yard per carry perspective, and Justice Ellison, who's again not a terribly un, you know untalented kid. But regardless, Notre Dame's more talented than what the Wake Forest is putting on the offensive side of the football right now defensively. Right. Like they just are. They just flat out are. So I agree in the sense that. This defensive performance is going to be a whole lot more about Notre Dame. If Wake Forest has a good outing, it's probably because Notre Dame didn't play their game, right? But if Notre Dame plays their game, I don't anticipate this being a big issue for Notre Dame because what Wake Forest is going to try to do, and a few of the things that you already highlighted, they're going to run their mesh. And why do you run the the slow mesh? Why do you do that as a run game perspective? You're trying to get linebackers, defensive linemen, safety coming up, you're trying to get them to declare gaps, right? So that you know where they are. And then you bust it out because they're not gap sound anymore. They declared too early. So now you're able to use your patience to your advantage and find a loose hole. It's basically delayed zone blocking, right? Like yeah. zone blocking can hit almost anywhere, right? It's about where gap isn't occupied. This is the reason you're running the slow mesh. You're trying to find which gaps are occupied, which gaps are not. And then you're going to slip it out the backside or the front side, whatever, you're trying to make them basically choose wrong because they're a little bit impatient with playing through contact and then letting kind of things work through the mesh. That's why they're running that slow mesh. I'm sure that Wake Forest at four and six, like you mentioned, they need to win their last two games for bowl eligibility. They're probably going to be a little bit desperate offensively. So there might be some trick plays thrown in there. There might be a couple wrinkles thrown in there that maybe you haven't seen on film. Wake Forest is going to throw the kitchen sink offensively. Notre Dame needs to rep- remain disciplined. Linebackers, don't get too angsty. Read your keys, get downhill, fill the proper gaps. Defensive linemen, work with gap as you're present. All, make sure safeties are taking good angles of pursuit up and out. Those things are about Notre Dame being sound and being disciplined. If they are, flat out, guys. And again, I'm not trying to paint this as Wake Force is awful, blah, blah, blah. But Notre Dame should win this game convincingly and a big part of it is i don't think that this offense for wake should be able to score much against notre dame unless they kill themselves unless they lose the discipline because they're not good ryan i mean look we can be honest look they rank 112th in scoring offense 103rd in total offense 120th in yards per play they're 114th on third down they're 88th on red zone touchdown they're 120 red zone 
They're 129th in red zone touchdowns. They're 119th in big plays in, in number of plays of 30 plus yards. They're 120th in turnovers. They rank 96th in passing yards, 106 in passing touchdowns. They're, they uh, rank 112th in big plays in the pass game, 131st in sacks allowed. They rank 95th in rushing yards, 118th in yards per rush attempt, and 131st in, in tackles for loss allowed. They're not good. They're not good, which is why the only reason this can be a competitive game is if you allow it to be a competitive game, to your point. Because I don't care what they do scheme-wise, Ryan, if you play your game, if you play, if you just do what you've been doing, this is going to look like the Pitt game. They should never really – because Pitt never threatened Notre Dame from to score. I, I think they got cross midfield once against the first-team defense, and that was like they, they didn't even get to the 40, and then they punted. Or the, no – they had, uh, they got down and kicked missed a field goal at the end of the first half. That's that's like the only scoring time they ever even remotely threatened Notre Dame with the first team offense. Their only touchdown came against the you know the backup group. It should be like that. That's how it should be. It should it should be like the Tennessee State game where they never threatened you. The Navy game they never threatened you. That's how this game should be. And the only way it's not that Ryan to your point is if you get out of your game, you start trying to play hero ball instead of playing with with within the framework of the defense, right? That's the only way it happens is that right there. I, I'm going to – this wake stinks. I'm going to go try to make a play. I'm going to go try to improve my NFL draft stock by making this play. Next thing you know, they're pulling and throwing it behind you because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Or if you just did your job, it's third and nine, you know, but now it's first and goal because you tried to play hero ball. Like that's that's why that's you know such an important key and 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 why I think it was it's wise for us to move it up to the top, um, yeah. and then the second one Ryan the so that what our original one was is is you know be prepared for the tempo, that's going to yeah. be a big thing right Notre Dame hasn't played a ton of tempo teams this year and a ton yeah. of tempo moments, now Wake this year has not been very good at it, they rank uh, I think like was it like sixty something in total plays this year Ryan they are sixty second in total plays. Last year, they were 20th, which for Wake is low. In 2021, they were second. And in 2019, they were fifth because they want to go fast. They want to yeah. put you in a bind. They want to make you get calls in quickly and may force you to simplify the things that you do. And you that's why, again, it comes down to being assignment correct is so important. But you've got to be prepared for the tempo. And what I mean prepare for the tempo, Ryan, is, is making sure you're, you have a good, smart substitution plan so if they throw a ball out to the perimeter and it goes incomplete, you're immediately doing like a line change, like immediately. Just this is what we're doing, right? Uh, it means getting lined up. Don't be looking to the sideline. You, you know, make sure that you're getting the calls in and, and doing it quickly. Uh, it, it means getting your eyes on your key quickly. Th- those are all things that are part of have, being prepared for the tempo. And it starts with the coaching staff. You've got to practice getting them ready for the tempo because that's another thing that can happen where – you allow an inferior team to stay in the game longer because you're not prepared for whether it be like crowd noise against Duke or tempo against Wake Forest, something like that. Uh, trick plays from a team. If you're not prepared for those things early, that's how they can kind of catch you. And so if Notre Dame is prepared for the tempo, they they should be able to, again, dominate this matchup because they should, right? I mean, this is one of those games where Wake shouldn't score much or move much. This should be another sub 300 yard game for the Notre Dame defense. I mean, it just, it just should. Well, and the two reasons that you run tempo, we already talked about it, Brian, but the the one big reason that you already mentioned is you want to keep a defense off balance. You want to get those, those calls in late to kind of take advantage of them. And the other part is 
and I've talked about this a lot with my wanting Notre Dame to play with a little bit more urgency and tempo at times, is when good things are going good, that keeps momentum, right? Like you feel good about yourself, all right? Energy is in the is, is in the building a little bit. You know, energy is at the line of scrimmage. You're feeling good about yourself. And if Notre Dame's able to create some big plays and keep the the and not let that momentum be gained for this Wake Force offense, then you have a chance to really dominate this game. There's no doubt. And that that's a clear lead into the next conversation, which is control the line of scrimmage create negatives, right? Whether that Mm -hmm. is in the run game, whether it is pressure on the quarterback, forcing bad decisions, forcing turnovers, Notre Dame needs to play a really good game up front because again, they're running the slow mesh. They're doing what they're doing offensively because they want to make guys make mistakes on the first two levels. They want that to happen, right? That's how they make their big plays in the run game, especially. And right now, Wake Forest is not a good running team. Oh. They are not. They've been a very they poor running team. Yeah. They do try. And again, yeah. I think a couple of the running backs have some semblance of talent, but their offensive right. line has not been very good this year. They're young at the running back position. Well, I know Justin Justice Ellison's not super young, but Demon Claiborne's a young kid that's playing a lot for them. At the Carney's, a, I think, a redshirt freshman, right? I mean, hey, he's he, he's a young player. He had a hundred yard game against uh, against Vanderbilt early in the year. Yeah. I'm assuming so, yeah. he's Cade Carney's brother. I would assume. I would think right? so. Like, yeah, I believe I so. so. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. I'd be very because that's why I was like name. freshman. Yeah. That no, that 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 can't be right. That kid's been around forever. And I was like, oh no, yeah. it's yeah, it's a different. So <laughs> I would I would imagine they're related in some capacity. Yeah, Brian, I'd, yeah. I'd be shocked if they're not. Because if be you look at him, right. he looks almost exactly like Cade Carney, like body type wise, yeah. like short, stocky type of guy. But to your point. They have it's like a couple years ago when they had the the two name kid and then Kenneth Walker at running back. Like they got oh, actually yeah, got yeah. players. Yeah, actually have Christian decent Beals talent Smith. at running back. Yes, Christian they've got Beals talent Smith. here, but their offensive line would just get their butt kicked every day and they can never get going. Yeah. And then yep. Christian Walker, or I mean uh, Kenneth Walker, transfers to Michigan State and wins the Doak Walker Award. He's a stud, right? like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, and and it's just like that's the key right there is because I've always felt this about the 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 mesh is very similar to like what, what it was like defending Chip Kelly back in the day. And this is something that when Stanford had really good defenses, they could do when their defensive line was really good and it's attack it. It's very similar to me to the option. Cause you said it earlier, Ryan, why do they do the mesh? Because they're getting you trying to get you to declare your responsibility. Well, I've always felt as yeah. a defense, the best thing to do to a team that tries that, whether it's the triple option, the spread option, like Dan Mullen used to do back in the day, like Chip Kelly did, uh, you know, when he was at Oregon, what Wake Forest does is you need to then flip the script on them a little bit. The faster sure. you can get them to declare, because here's the thing. If the running back is getting smacked in the face, mesh is over. You're either handing it off or you're pulling it and throwing it quicker than you can. That's something that Clemson did to, to, to Sam Hartman the first three times they played, why Sam had very little success, is because they would just attack. Brent Venables yep. had a master game plan for it. They would attack it and go at it, and Sam is always on his heels. The running backs were getting blown up early. The one, first year that Brent Venables was gone and Clemson goes to more of a base lineup and play defense, Sam Hartman shredded them. Because it's like, now I can do all this and then attack you vertically. And so I've always felt that the best way to do that is to attack. And the best way to attack is to control the line of scrimmage, is dominate, get penetration. It's almost like you got to have someone to account for the running back every play and just 
get to him as fast as you can and force the quarterback to declare. So, yeah. and, and that's the thing that's killed him, Ryan. I just met, I just mentioned it. They rank 131st with most, in, as far as tackles for loss allowed, and they rank 131st in sacks allowed. Their O-line is not good. You need to dominate. And my, my big fear is that Al Golden turns this into like Central Michigan, where it's like a game about let me show everyone how much stuff I can do instead of just saying, dude, let's line up and attack. Go at them. We have a D-line that can eat this offensive line up. Let them do so. You know, because if you do that, if you've dominated the line of scrimmage, Ryan, Wake has no chance. None. Agreed. Yeah. Notre Dame has just two games left in the regular season, and this weekend is the home finale against Wake Forest. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to either game or to your favorite concert or comedy club, game time is the place for you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. Because I, I really think that for me, it's like you always have to keep a weakness a weakness, right? Like this isn't the week that Wake Forest all of a sudden can run the football. That's my biggest concern. I already hit on that a little bit. I don't think Wake Forest should be able to run the football against Notre Dame. But if they somehow do, then you're like, uh-oh, this is like a this is a troubling situation that we're in right now. I was not anticipating as a defensive staff from a defensive perspective that Wake Force was going to be able to extend drives, get some yards in the run game, keep the ball moving and keep the pace in your favor. And you have to be able to shut down the run game first and foremost, I think, in this football game. Like, don't let you know the Montclaiborne break a, a nice right. little run. Don't let Justice Ellison have an explosive like just keep this offense as a bad running yeah. team and it's offensive line that's not been good this season. Just keep it there. Keep it there. The point I made yesterday, Ryan, because when I did my matchups article, I actually said the matchup that was most important was the run game matchup. And the reason why is because the position group that scared me the most were the wide receivers. And and so what, what, what my point was, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on it, is if you dominate the run game, their receivers aren't good enough to beat you when you know they're throwing the football. Right. Where they can concern me is they're they're getting into second and three and third and two, and they can continue doing the mesh stuff. And all of a sudden they catch you on a quick glance route or a slant route or a you know a seam route, or they get that one-on-one shot because now you have to put more guys in the box because you can't dominate the line of scrimmage. And I really feel like if you dominate the run game, they're just not good enough protecting the quarterback at at 
getting free against top-level corners because, again, they don't have a Sage Surratt, they don't have an A.T. Perry, or even a Donovan Green, who was a you know a kind of a springier type of six foot two guy that could kind of leap, and he was a really good high school basketball player, that kind of thing. They don't have those kind of kids. They're they've got kind of catch and run system type of guys can really hurt you. Jamal Banks maybe has a little bit of that, but Keyshawn Williams and Taylor Moran are more more route running system guys that you know kind of get free because of the way that they run their offense. And if you dominate them in the run game, I, I see no chance of them getting the pass game going. None. And that's why I think it's so important to control that part of the game because then it manifests everything else. Well, and I think that you always think about the numbers that Sam Hartman was able to able to put over up, but everything runs off of that slow mesh for Wake Forest. Like they are a very like they're going to show run action a lot, and they want to, those things to kind of work correlated together, even when they're not running the ball incredibly well. So in my mind, I've already come to terms with I think Wake Forest is not going to have a great offensive showing this weekend, and I've also come to terms that. Jamal Banks is probably still going to make a couple plays, right? Like some of these wide receivers mm. are probably still going to make a couple plays, but it's not going to be a backbreaker because I don't think it's going right. to be sustainable for them offensively. The only way it's sustainable is if they're able to run the football this weekend, which that's I just right. don't, I just can't envision. But again, Agreed. that'll be, if it happens, that's the trouble where you're like, oh, that's right. Not good. And it, that's and it all goes back to points one and two, Ryan, because you're not playing your game. You're not doing yep. what you've been doing all year. That's what it comes down yes. to. And last point, Ryan. If you do all those things, control the line of scrimmage, pressure the quarterback, get to him quickly, they're going to throw it. They're going to put the ball up. And they are. you got to get it. Well, that's the that's the one threat with r- running so much of that mesh action too into your passing game is that there's going to be a lot of cloudy pockets. We've talked about mm-hmm. that a lot. And you have young quarterbacks right now. The Mitch Griffiths kid, the Richard sophomore, he's actually got a pretty live arm. I actually kind of like his arm, mm-hmm. but – he's going to be prone to making a lot of mistakes because this offense is just not functioning very well. Quarterback two, quarterback three, if whoever has to play in this football game, ultimately in the end, they are going to be prone to making mistakes because if this run game isn't working, the mesh isn't working, the play action off of that work, the RPO game, all that's not working in this offense, the quarterback is going to be a sitting duck in the pocket, in a cloudy pocket more than likely. So yes, they are going to be put into some bad situations to – try to force some balls to create some big plays. And when that happens, we've seen Notre Dame mostly be very good at this this year, mostly be very good at this, is when there are opportunities, especially in the passing game, to create turnovers and to create big plays. You have a kid that leads all of college football in interceptions right now with seven in Xavier Watts. You have two very good corners. You have depth at corner as well. You have guys that have shown that they can take the football away. Notre Dame, if they are able to take the football away in this game, it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be an absolute blowout. Yeah. To do that. Well, Ryan, when you when you look at Wake, I mean, again, let's just look at the numbers, and and they they tell you exactly what the story is, right? Um, and and you have a cornerback who ranks in the top twenty nationally or top ten nationally, Ryan, in forced fumbles and Cam Hart. But Wake Forest, this is a you want to know ultimately if you could say what what's the stat that truly defines why this team is just really not good on offense. Wake yeah. Forest ranks 117th with 18 fumbles. I mean, that's that's how many times they put the ball on the ground, 18 times in 10 games, and they rank 122nd in fumbles lost, and they also rank um, when in interceptions 94th. I mean, so it's not just about turnovers. It's like the ball's going to get put up for you to get it, whether it's in the pass game or the ball's getting put on the ground. 
And and those are the things you look at and say, you've got to get the football. You've got to yep. get the football. And and to your point, Ryan, if you can do that early, this game gets out of hand fast. And people say, you know, they need to they need to play the young guys. Well, I'll tell you what, if the offense can get off to a fast start and the defense can do the last two things, dominate the line of scrimmage and get the football, this could be a game where your entire second half is Donovan Heinish and Christian Gray and Jaden Mickey and Don Schuler and Drake Bowen. You know what I mean? Those guys. That's how you can put this game away. And that's how I would like to see it 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 kind of come play. You know, that that's 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 how I'd like to see it play. It would be ideal. Again, we've seen Notre Dame do a lot of great things in the turnover force department. You mentioned Cam Hart's force fumbles. We mentioned obviously Xavier Watts interceptions. We've seen Jaden Mickey with a big interception. We've seen Christian Gray with a big interception against Pittsburgh. We've seen Notre Dame able to turn the football over, and you're going to be facing a young quarterback room at Wake Forest in a struggling offense that is going to put it into some bad positions. So need to be able to – it's funny. Our for, our last key on offense was to finish, right? Like I think that it, the same can be said for defense. Finish plays. Right. Create those turnovers. Don't let them stick around. Put your foot on their throat and finish this game early. But that's it, Brian. That's the key to defense, yeah. man. Don't kill yourselves. Keep doing what you're doing. We've seen this team force turnovers. We've seen this team play – pretty disciplined for the most part this year. Just keep doing what you're doing, baby. You'll be all right. Yeah. You'll be okay. Ryan, I had a, I did have a question to ask you. I did want to yep. ask you this. Um, is the worst, because we were talking about how good the, the Notre Dame safety is, is the worst committee, like the worst trophy voting people, the Jim Thorpe people, are like they the absolute worst? Because they do not have, they didn't have Xavier Watts as even a semifinalist, the Jim Thorpe Award. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> and this is yeah. the same group that gave the Jim Thorpe Award a couple of years ago to Kobe Bryant and not a, a, a mod, you know, Gardner, Sauce Gardner. Yes. So yes. I, I've kind of I've always felt like and they also also gave it to Travis Hodges Tomlinson yes. last year, and yeah, yes. Yeah. And you can make a case for at least five guys, not only I know your guys Clark Phillips, who was a much yeah. better player by the way, yeah. last year. But yeah, they are they are really bad. They're really yes. bad at this whole thing. Like, what are you looking at? What are you watching? I, I will say the two the two best voters groups out there are the Davy O'Brien and the Stats FCS voters because they do a great job. Great job. Hey Ryan, man. don't you vote for a couple things? Would it happen to be the Davy O'Brien? Davy would be one of them. Yes, we do a great job over the Davy O'Brien Award. Yes. Oh, man. All right, but so that, that'll that, do it for this, Ryan. We can go and wrap yep, this part up. That is the key to Notre Dame's defense against. The struggling Wake Forest offense. We're going to get into game predictions next. Again, hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, hit that notification bell. If you're listening to us, any and all of your favorite podcast platforms, five-star reviews are very much appreciated. Thank you for being a part of this game breakdown. Notre Dame versus Wake Forest here on the Irish Breakdown Podcast.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.